Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded January 23rd, 2024. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Three big things you need to know this week. First, earnings growth in the top seven names in the S&P is expected to continue outpacing the rest of the index in 2024 and 2025, but to a lesser degree than we saw in 2023. Second, companies have tried to strike an optimistic tone in the first batch of 4Q earnings calls, with consumer resilience, macro risks, and the theme of normalization emphasized. And third, the thing that jumped out to us the most in our high-frequency indicators last week was the strong reading in University of Michigan consumer sentiment, which stock market performance has been closely correlated with post-COVID. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. Let's jump into the details. Takeaway number one. The earnings advantage of the top seven stocks in the S&P 500 is expected to shrink. One of the most common questions we've gotten over the past few weeks is how does the earnings growth outlook for the top seven names in the S&P 500 compare to the rest of the index? We dug into consensus forecasts to find out the answer. Current forecasts anticipate that EPS growth for the top seven names will likely end up around 15% for 2023, while earnings growth for the rest of the S&P 500 will likely fall more than 6% on the year. Looking ahead into 2024-2025, earnings growth is expected to turn positive for the S&P 500, X the top seven names, and the index as a whole this year, while earnings growth stays much stronger for the top seven names. Interestingly, however, the gap in earnings growth between the top seven names and the rest of the index is expected to shrink in coming years, suggesting that an important tailwind for the mega cap growth trade is weakening a little. Moving on to takeaway number two, confidence has persisted in early 4Q earnings calls. As has become our custom, our team has been reading through many of the transcripts of S&P 500 earnings calls to gain insight into what companies are saying that has relevance to the macro backdrop for the U.S. equity market. For the most part, companies have tried to strike an optimistic tone, even when they're delivering news that isn't so good. Most of the companies that have reported, which are skewed heavily to financials, are emphasizing consumer strength and resilience once again. At the same time, macro risks, geopolitics, and the theme of normalization have been in focus. Coming into 4Q reporting season, the tone on earnings calls, confidence less uncertainty references, was about as constructive as we've seen in the post-COVID era, raising the bar for the stock market in coming weeks. Wrapping up with takeaway number three, more evidence of resilient consumers. We continue to keep a close eye on the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index, which has been closely correlated with performance in the S&P 500 and Russell 2000 post-COVID. This indicator continued to recover from the recessionary lows achieved in the summer of 2022 and came in well of consensus expectations last week. One thing that intrigued us in the details of this report was that consumer expectations regarding both interest rates and the stock market improved significantly. We also found it interesting that the Michigan survey, consumer opinions about government policy have continued to slowly inch up off extreme lows, and that sentiment among Democrats and independents picked up while essentially moving sideways for Republicans. We have not seen an improvement in Biden's approval numbers, however, and Trump has slightly widened his lead over Biden in the polls. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives. 